When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This ring had cocaine in it when Johnny Depp proposed to me. Now it doesn't. What happened to it? I don't know. It fell into my face. It's Johnny Depp. You know what? He looks sad there. You know why is that sad? Because he's not with me right now. Because we're best friends. We just want to hold each other. See, I was trying to come up with a new Tinder for kids called uh, Kinder. It's like for sexy kids. No, you know what? Drink absinthe. Just drink it in high velocity as much as you can and just drink it until you die. And uh, welcome to Make It Stop. We are taking Mike Dunn off of life support. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck you, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. Oh, (laughs) man. All right, everybody. Welcome to another episode of uh, Goth Talk, uh, featuring. Oh my goth! <laughs> oh my goth! If you're a goth in like your teens, are you required to give yourself a, a different a goth name? Yes. What was your goth I, name? Come on, man! Don't oh make. Oh my god! Don't make I'm me. making you do it. Well, there was a stupid goth comic book in the oh early aughts that I took my live journal handle from. <gasps> mm-hmm. It was Gloom Cookie. Oh! Oh, yes. I'd be like, so many lawsuits. Zsa Zsa Zodiac. Zsa <laughs> Zodiac. Yeah. Uh-huh. I would be like dark, but spelled like D A R Q U E. You gotta oh, find I... the serial killer for the last, oh, the last name. Gacy. <laughs> There's Gar Fortunately, Bundy. already a member of the band named Madonna Wayne Gacy. Oh my God. <laughs> I'm fucking done. <laughs> Gidget Gyne. Oh. G- Twig- Twiggy Ramirez. Uh, what about Tim Scold? <laughs> what serial killer is so he? So after after Antichrist, they didn't have to do the names anymore. Oh, okay, <laughs> they they cool. like kind of tapped. Them what was Tim Scold's original <laughs> serial killer name? He doesn't have one. Oh, okay, he's just Tim Scold. Wow. All right, everybody, should we start the show? Yeah, you're listening <laughs> to Bella Lugosi is dead. <laughs> undead, undead, <laughs> undead. Fuck you. Today, in honor of uh, the the artist that we're going to be discussing, uh, Marilyn Manson, we're going goth for Halloween. Spooky. spooky. Abuse is spooky. <laughs> uh, actually, we should probably get that right out of the way, guys. This is it's Make It gross. Stop. Bad music. Good times. But today, uh, our good times will be punctuated with some extremely graphic (laughs) depictions of abuse. So content warning to all the stoppies out there, because we're talking about uh, Marilyn Manson's 
2007 mm-hmm. album, Eat Me, Drink Me, which uh, romanticizes his uh, vaguely, not so vaguely pedophilic wooing of a teenager uh, and fantasies about her murder and rape. Um, so we're going to be talking about that and today. And suicide. A lot of suicide. And suicide talks. Murder, lots, suicide. Lots of suicide. Of his child bride, Dolores yeah. from uh, Westworld. Oh, so. But also about his divorce to Dita Vontis. Yes. So, yeah. Oh, so much divorce rage. <laughs> we should record this entire uh, episode laying down on the <laughs> ground because that was how he recorded his really? vocals throughout the entire album was just laying on the ground. And oh, can you hear it? That's how he got it's, that vocal fry. Yeah. It creates a more it's mature sa- it's, It sounds like a death rattle. Like he... <laughs> He's on the verge of death, and somebody should have pulled the plug. Was Tim's, it Tim Scholes? Was he just on that many Xanax that he like couldn't stand up in the booth? No, and, he was. His heart uh, was wrecked by divorce. Uh, yeah, was he? Wait, when he was lying down in his back recording, was he in a coffin? <laughs> yes. Oh yeah, of course, of course, of yeah. course. Of course. With his yeah. arms folded and like cross yeah. over his chest. <laughs> of course. <laughs> yeah, with just like a God. perpetual cocaine transfusion. Uh. <laughs> it's just like here you go. Alcohol in one vein, or absinthe, yes. straight oh, yeah. absinthe you mean, drip. You mean Manson? He was, uh, he Manson. <laughs> okay, his well, award-winning we're, product. We're, we're jumping. He claimed to be gun. like super addicted to just absinthe, like, <laughs> as if that's not alcoholism. <laughs> it's, you know. I have quit the absinthe, the Manson. <laughs> it's just alcoholism. Okay, There's are... nothing special about it. It's fancy alcoholism with with you know Cheshire Cat quotes. Okay, oh, no. all right, fuck man. All right, we're jumping so many guns here, and it's because there really is a lot to get into uh, when we talk about this album, but also when we talk about you know the Manson, the myth, the legend himself, because he's a fucking spoiler alert. He's a he's a monster. So um, and not just like plays one on TV, but like an actual real life monster. And we're gonna talk about that. Um, but here to discuss to to dig our our own graves together with us is uh, a returning guest and our dear friend and friend of the pod, Brittany Riley is here on the, on the show. Thank you for having me. Th- you're like, thank you for putting my last name in there, please. I'm the only Fix it in post. you know. We're the one, exactly. And literally her qualification uh-huh. for this episode is just the closest thing that we have to a goth. Or you are, I mean, you were, were and you were do you goth. still identify as a, as a goth? Yeah, I mean, I thought it was a phase. It wasn't a phase. <laughs> I still like I mean, spooky stuff and yeah. to dress in black, so. Yeah, and if Twin Peaks keeps coming out with, with new content, you'll, you'll be there. But, uh, yeah. Yeah, so our one goth friend, uh, Brittany, yep. the representation for all goths. Yeah, in oh, my goth. <laughs> oh, my goth. Goth talk. Um, we're very excited to have you on the show. So Thank thanks. You. Thanks yeah. for being here. Feel free and to. Happy Halloween. So, Brittany, tell us about, like, were you, so you were you were a teenage goth. You were a teenage, as they call them, a baby bat. You know, baby bats are very cute. Yes, and adult men think oh, the same thing. Oh, <laughs> no. Oh, we're getting no. dark. Um, so <laughs> as a whew, as a baby as bat. a dark young thing, yep. um, were you a fan of Marilyn Manson? I did the Manson curriculum. I certainly, <laughs> you know, Antichrist Superstar, I think, is a classic. It slaps. Uh, Mechanical Animals, great album. I listened to that when I was very depressed as a teenager. Yeah. Over and over again. So, right. The... The thing is with goth kids in like the 90s and early aughts is like, it's, you guys are going to hate this analogy, but there's kind of like, 
you know, in jam band culture, you're yeah. either like mm-hmm. a fish person or a Grateful Dead person. Yeah, right. right. So, you know, usually you... Are you one of those me- weird dudes who loves Mo? No, no one loves Mo. <laughs> There's not Mo heads no. out there. Mo heads, Mo heads know that Mo is second runner to either Fish or Grateful Dead. So you have What about Disco Biscuits? That's people. always going to be a second or third run. You're really? gonna, it's always you love either this, Fish the most or you love Grateful Dead the most. This is fascinating. So in jam band culture, that's the situation. But in goth culture in the 90s and 2000s, I think it was similar where you were either like a Manson kid or you were a Nine Inch Nails kid. Oh. And I was more of a Nine Inch Nails kid, like a little more of a pussy than like an actual Manson kid who well, were more like metal heads. Well, I Trent like... Reznor was like the uh, kind of the person oh, who invested. I mean, he was the man. architect of yeah. Marilyn Manson. Of and, course. And, and they had a huge falling out. Ooh. Mm. But, Did they? Yeah, big time. During, um, after Antichrist Superstar and uh, Manson and and Reznor just had very different ideas about the direction of the album, and well, everybody and also was probably constantly at that moment, on drugs, right? Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. a lot of drugs, and the, and the not fun ones. Um, no, it was all of them, right? All, <laughs> all of, of all of them. I think I just more was into like the Nine Inch Nails sound. Than, oh, I agree like, for sure. Sound like the first Manson album's like more of an actual metal album. Yeah, and that didn't really do it for me at that age. But. Right. I really think other than those two albums, you know, there's really nothing yeah. much of value. Hollywood's not good. What was uh, your uh, experience with, with Marilyn Manson? What was your take on being that exposed to goth kids in the um, <laughs> early aughts? Yeah, I don't know. You know, I was, his music videos were on heavy rotation on yeah, MTV, yeah. so I remember watching them a lot. I remember his yeah. outfit with the tits Obviously. for the dope show video. Yeah, that, that seared into my brain mm-hmm. forever. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought it was cool. It was cool. It was cool. It was cool. <laughs> I mean, you can't argue with that. It it was like you know he was like inhabiting like a, a fucking you know demonic body, he was an androgynous yeah. alien, yeah, an extraterrestrial, but like a, a eunuch with tits. <laughs> He's like Frieza from Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> I uh, I never owned those albums though. I just I definitely like I listened to them for sure, like at my friends' houses and stuff. Um, it was like how my some of my friends had N64s, and nice. I never had an N64, <laughs> but like I played it so often at their houses that like I felt like I owned an N64. Right. Like I, you know, I've beaten entire games at my friends' mm-hmm. houses. So like, like that, one that was house. my exposure to Marilyn Manson, like secondhand. Like my friends really into this, and I'm like, all right, yeah, sure. Like you know. Yeah, it's like the and one remember, house where you can like where the parents leave the parents liquor are... cabinet unlocked. You know, it's like Not I gotta around. go over and get my fix. That was my house. Yeah, uh, right. Nobody's paying attention to the lyrics no of these home. songs. No, I was, in, I was in like fifth or sixth grade, so for me it was more like, Is there well, we're drinking Surge. Right. <laughs> Staying up all night playing Snowboard Kids. <laughs> yeah, that was, yeah, there was a more wholesome, uh, we had a more wholesome dysfunctional punk identity where yeah. it was like a little bit more functional, punctual, yeah. I don't know. Um not really. At the but... time, I was in the new metal. You oh know? Yeah. yeah, that's a good entry into it. That is the entry. I know. Way, I'm but surprised you the, I didn't you shut the door. I'm surprised I didn't get the the Manson albums. I was yeah. more of a Limp Biscuit fan. I was more of a corn. Well, Limp Biscuit was like kind of like you know aggro, yeah, macho. Yeah, and there were all those rumors about Marilyn Manson that we totally believed in like fifth grade that <laughs> he like he removed re- his ribs. <laughs> yeah, that was the so big he could one. suck his own dick. So cool. And, and, I'm sh- and he, he relished a, them. We, we also thought that he got a single tit, like a single. <laughs> Rest implant in the yep. center of his chest. <laughs> I never heard that one, but and and I mean he's always been kind of you know a troll um, to 
you know, sometimes to success and sometimes to mm-hmm. great detriment, where he has totally embraced all the rumors and like never questioned. And so, right. kind of uh, shrouding himself in this like, oh, is it real or is it yeah. not? False yeah. identity, but also yeah. real oh. life actions that parallel some of the shit that we're going to talk about Joe that are Lieberman actually legit. Legitimate, <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Legitimately scary. Yeah, yeah. No, well, people did at, at that time too. Like he was this the scapegoat in the media for like school shootings, right? Too, you know, like they blamed Columbine on him. Right. Everyone, know, everyone knows this, right? Yes. Like I'm not saying yeah. anything I insightful mean, here. It's just in case, yeah, whatever. Maybe, maybe some educating. young stoppies, yeah. And the he, young stoppies. Uh, Columbine was Manson's fault. It is. Uh, <laughs> well, <laughs> I'll say record. that like part of my because like you know I was definitely into the alternative mm-hmm. like lot you know thick eyeliner. I even had the trip. Pants with the oh, yeah. with all the fucking all the straps all the yeah. straps that are that were useless and um, held up nothing for for no one, um, but I was I was kind of scared of Marilyn Manson like I mm, and I was kind of so cool. or not so much him I did think it was cool but I think yeah. it was more the people who I used to see wearing the Marilyn Manson T-shirts <laughs> that were like the Malgoths. Well, I'm talking about like I don't they looked Just like, like smoking real. teenagers. I loved it. No, that I was, was a smoking teenager. I'm talking. I'm not saying that. I'm I'm saying that like they were. The the ones at least that I had like vague interactions were mm-hmm. were like really troubled and yeah. like kind of gave off the vibe of being legitimately a school shooter. Right. And I was not <laughs> no like I'm serious like it was it was like those people yeah. where I was like that's not gonna be my avenue of rebellion. Those were like my I, friends. I was exactly <laughs> right. We they weren't that scary at my yeah. school. It was yeah. like my it was like my friend's dorky older brother. We you were, know? Yeah. <laughs> we were just yeah. doing vampire the masquerade role plays. Well, well I think it was. Oh, right. Yeah. I, like I, you were deeply entrenched in it. Like, right. Yeah. I, I I wasn't in that you world, saw. but I didn't feel threatened. I, I by opened it. the door and went all the way in. Right. I think. Yeah. I, I think, think it, go, it varies from school to school, though. Maybe. Yeah. You know I mean? And also mental health diagnoses. I yeah. think <laughs> hand in hand. Right. It's like right. I kind of gravitated more towards uh, mania than depression. So right. <laughs> it turns into. I don't know. I th- I think this was a really good uh, outlet for a mm-hmm. lot of depressed teenagers right. and also a lot of teenagers in general who were like there's a very teenage fuck you mom right. fuck you you fuck know you, fuck you on all, exactly <laughs> on all of yep. you know yeah. these albums and all of the lyrics you can do so much projection with it like on oh, mechanical yeah. animals there's a song like uh, I don't like the drugs but the drugs like me and right. I thought that was about antidepressants Ooh, yeah. Mm. I, mean, I would like listen to it and be like, wow. Yeah, me. right, right, exactly. I don't like them, but they like me. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, and I think it was, it could even, it could have channel, channeled like a positive, like, outlet for some for some young people I mean for I, sure. y- you know like it was like okay if this person understands my anger yeah. and frustration and a lot of it w- w- is legitimate to an extent especially, right. um, especially the for, way like, he's poor kids. I wanted- for, for ki- exactly for poor kids for kids who are marginalized for kids who yeah. don't feel like they fit in you're and, a little freak and, just a little freak like Marilyn Manson and he held kind of the funhouse mirror yeah. up to like American society in a way but in a very teenage way yeah. and so attitude era. But we're talking about yeah. the like 1999 Marilyn Manson, we right? Are. We're not talking but about yeah. me drinking but, me Marilyn but, Manson. So, yes. But here's the thing is that he never grew yeah. up and that's a and point that I'm trying to make. in the album. Yeah, he literally says, I've, I, yeah, I've never changed but, Please you know, and like that's something age, to be proud of. I, he said he will 
he's, he, he will stay the same. He will yeah. stay, and that's a badge of honor. Cool. That's yeah. something for him to be proud of is no yeah. growth, no evolution, and in fact, regression by virtue of becoming a literal vampire and sucking the life out of a mm-hmm. teenage girl and having a really fucked up, abusive uh, relationship with her. So Yeah, so he was, at the time that he made this album, he had just recently been divorced yeah. From what's her name? Dita Von Dita Von And then... Britney's ready to go. I gotta read rebounded. you guys this thing. Okay. So my friend Meg, who's like a Scold fan, like a man... She has like a Manson tattoo. <laughs> Shout out she's Scold. Like, she's really like in. And so I was like, hey, buddy, like, what's your perspective on this album? And you've got to just hear okay. this. Yeah. So she says... So as I understand it, Skull did most of the music because Manson was sulking around his house eating jello packets because his marriage to <laughs> Dina Von Teese had fallen apart and he was wallowing in self-pity. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, and he and he he uh cushioned the fall of Rapidly the, the end, rebounded. Yeah, the end yes. of his relationship, uh, you know, um by literally going after a teenage girl yeah. who I'm sure, you know, related was a she was I mean a famous actress. She was in the movie 13, which mm-hmm. was great. Taught me lots of things. <laughs> and I was like, my mother out. Uh, yeah, definitely. And she was very young. She was literally she was half his age. She was 18. He was 36. And they they were dating on again, off again for like four years. And I mean, it's interesting because I'm sure like she had kind of already in the media like kind of rebelled against like the you know the girl next door uh, white girl with blonde hair and blue eyes image and was kind of trying to flirt with edginess she was and all Lolita. of a sudden right all of a sudden like what a great opportunity to to you know set yourself apart um and I'm sure he capitalized on that. And he was like, okay, let's let's live dangerously. And that's what she well, said at can, the time. You can hear it in the lyrics. Like yeah. he talks very candidly about this. He shrouds it in stupid fucking metaphors. <laughs> right. It's like about liter- literally about Frankensteins. Yeah. Right. Oh but my God. um Yeah, he's he pretty much goes into detail on the uh, you know nature of their relationship about how about his like toxic feelings towards his ex wife yeah. yep uh, and, and about a lot of talk his... about murder and suicide yeah and so we're gonna get into the lyrical content we're gonna get into like the analysis of the songs themselves but like we would be remiss uh, to not acknowledge like the real life like parallels of a lot of this content and this was something that you know I did a, a lot of uh, research into kind of his and Evan Rachel Wood's relationship and there was a uh, big article I think in 2009 after he had broken up with her maybe one of the times I think they got back together afterwards Um, but he had broken up with her and he had just gotten back you know uh, Twiggy had just joined the band again Mm -hmm. and they put out another album I forget some other thing dumped Scold Scold wrote this whole album (laughs) Justice for Scold (laughs) on the tour Um, he kicks Scold off the tour Right. So he, in the spin article, which you all can read, and it is very fucking disturbing. So I'm going to just read some parts of it. Um, So first of all, he talks about, um, you know, the nature of his controlling, like manipulative, emotional abuse, basically, and and physical abuse later. But this is, um, so he's talking about Christmas Day when they had like some fight, of Mm -hmm. course. Um, Quote, and every time I called her that day, I called 158 times. I took a razor blade and I cut myself on my face or on my hands. I looked back and it was really stupid. This was intentional. This was a scarification and this was like a tattoo. I wanted to show her the pain she put me through. This is a 30, now 38, almost 40 year old man. Mm -hmm. And this is, we're talking about a 
now 20 year old he's not talking about his ex-wife on this no he's he's literally okay, talking this about is, Evan this Rachel is him Wood reflecting on, on his, relationship. his relationship so mm-hmm. the pain she put me through it was like I want you to physically see what you've done it sounds made up but it's completely true and I don't give a shit if people believe it or not and this kind of goes back to the point I was making about like he's kind of been able to in some ways cushion the blow mm-hmm. of his like because he's created this well is he or isn't he identity of like mm-hmm. it's a performance art piece but this is him saying like no this is absolutely true I cut myself 160 times um, to to make her guilty and make her feel responsible for I don't me. believe him though because yeah. he'd have all kinds of scars on his face and hands you know like I do think he's I, think he's I do think sometimes he just is like yeah. thinks it's cool he's promoting okay so. well let me continue okay. so he I think it's um, a lot of hyperbole. Yeah. Sure. I'm sure he's definitely d- the type of person, though, that's like, oh, like, I'll hurt myself before I hurt you, like, in the beginning. Mm, and well, then, let me let me continue. Um, I didn't want people to ask me every time I did an interview, quote, oh, is this record about your relationship with your ex-girlfriend? But that damage is part of it. And the song, I Want to Kill You Like They Do in the Movies, is about my fantasies. I have fantasies every day about smashing her skull in with a sledgehammer. So this cool. was in 2009, yeah. and this was a spin article, and nobody batted a fucking eyelash. People were just like, oh, this is like, you know, nobody was worried about Evan Rachel Wood, who was like barely out of her teens at this point, and he was still off making no, rock there, music. It was still like back in those days, like honestly up Ten in, years ago. Ten years ago, it was still mm-hmm. that 60s, 70s mentality of it's like, crazy. oh, you bagged a young one, nice. Mm-hmm. Right. So then, this is where it gets even darker, and something I just, again, want to make sure that we're clear about. And, uh, you know, whatever. So um, in 2018, Evan Rachel Wood was um, one of the public faces of the Me Too movement. And she came out and said publicly um, that she had been raped by a significant other a decade ago. Now, do the math. Mm -hmm. She didn't say his name, but she said she was raped. And she said that she had her hands and feet bound up. And that he would, you know, emotionally and physically abuse her. So this guy is an abuser. Like he's yeah. a bad, mm-hmm. bad person, regardless of the mystique or the or the, you know, characterization that he's inhabited. Mm-hmm. He's like an actual monster, and I just want to make sure we know that. Yeah, I because didn't know that. Did you know that, Brittany? No. Yeah, I yeah. didn't know that when I picked this this album for yeah. Halloween. Yeah, so I'm um, sorry that I, <laughs> you know, <laughs> to bring y'all down like this. You know, I. I learned that walking in uh, the building, <laughs> and yeah. I was like, "Oh, these these lyrics are fucking stupid." And they are stupid. like, "You know, he raped." <laughs> like, yeah, no. yeah, nope. yeah. So, well, should we get into it? Yeah, let's, let's get into let's, it. Let's learn about the psyche of Marilyn Manson. <laughs> let's fucking not. All right, um, it's cool. Very transparent. <laughs> yeah, let's say it's it's naked, but um, it's like. To like have this album that's supposed to be so like personal and about like right. these emotional things for him to like phone it in as much as he oh did is God. also yeah. pretty remarkable. Where it's like literally like what did the Wikipedia say? He like would record or he would write the lyrics and record them on the same day. And it shows. Yeah, it oh, shows. definitely. And from like laying down yeah. in a prone position on the ground. I honestly, I know, you know, there's an elephant in the room, but I do really, I can't wait to talk about how fucking <laughs> stupid these lyrics are and I, just they are just very go in fun depth. Let, let me read this one quote from Wikipedia before we listen to "If I Was Your Vampire." Okay. Um, yeah, yeah. Let's please. So Manson explained that he was writing in the way you would write a diary and as a result thinks that the record was written from a more mature musical point of view. 
Okay. Yeah, that's what <laughs> mature people do. Yep. This is what fucking people who have never matured <laughs> past their fucking teenage angst of being stuck in Christian school and like fucking in weird bumfuck Ohio. Yeah, Ohio. but he like came up in the music scene and like for I think he moved now. there. Yeah. Teenage it doesn't matter. Years. It's they're the same place. A, one is swamps and one is like uh, you know, plains. Corn. <laughs> but like they're Imagine the scene of culturally Fort similar. Lauderdale cool. Music we pro- in the probably early nineties. I probably just pissed off our our Ohio stoppies, Ohio and Florida, <laughs> Florida stoppies. stoppies. I don't know. I've been we're, to both. We're places. sorry. We're sorry, guys, uh, that you live there. Let's do this. All right. So we're gonna listen to this just... fucking young adult fiction meets Fet Life yep. monstrosity. Uh, <laughs> correct. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Let that one marinate. That's about where we're gonna be, and it's just as uncomfortable as that feels. Just saying that out loud. All right. So this is if I was your vampire. Track one. Sick. Just never guess your heart Say that I love you So much you must kill me now I love you So much you must kill me now If I was your Yeah, cool. Yeah. <laughs> cool. It's a long song. It's a really long song. Yeah. I kind of like uh, If I Was Your Vampire. This is like my favorite song in the album. Yeah, it's in my top three, I'd say. But uh, like the tr- the tremolo picking at the end is pretty yeah. tight. But... The, fr- the intro music to this song sounds like the soundtrack to an establishing shot of Hogwarts. Like, it's, it's so, so, like, so ABC Family yeah, Halloween very special. Very slim, very slim. Very Helena Bonham Carter. <laughs> 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 Helena. Helena yeah, this has big Tim Burton energy. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, he's, he's the godfather of uh, Johnny Depp's uh, yeah. kid. And yeah. Johnny Depp had Manson as his inspiration when he played Willy Wonka. Willy Wonka, yeah, mm-hmm. I saw that. Oh, nice, really. Cool that guys. movie is so fucking bad. Have you guys seen? <laughs> yes. The oh Tim god, Burton, I have Wonka? never watched it. It's I've I've horrible. refused to watch it. I saw it in I, the fucking theater. Are you serious? Yeah. Because it came out in like 2007, and you yeah. were probably like in college. in college and high, and we're like, yeah, oh, I was very high. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and. <laughs> oh, <God>. Um. <laughs> Yeah, I yep. big Tim Burton. So energy. I'll eat your ashes, seducing a corpse. Mm-hmm. Sick. Uh, That's cool. Oh, I like when he's like, "You're cold embrace." Yeah, he's kind of <laughs> doing. I was comparing this like off mic to the Danzig album, and mm-hmm. it has a lot of similarities, except for like the rape. Mm. <laughs> and the well, Danzig's murdering Danzig women. Danzig is saying about rape and murdering women. Yeah, it was just not that album, I guess. I, you know, skulls. It, yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah. Good point. Uh, <laughs> They're a good torn what, match together. What's that? What's but he hasn't actually raped anyone, as far as I, I know. Sent astro zombies to rape this land. Yeah. <laughs> right, but that's like, yeah. I mean, it's it's that's literally rape. fantasy rape. <laughs> right, exactly. It's, oh, okay. it's, it's fucked just, up. It's, it's a good kind. It's fucked up. But he's also not an actual real life rapist, as far as I know. You never know. He was a musician in the 70s, you know. He's a a front man. All right, never mind. He's a rapist. Okay. (laughs) Um, uh, Okay, so. Yeah, so that's If I Love You Vampire. But speaking of Me Too, guys, like, (sighs) this song actually reminded me a little bit of, uh, you know, mid to late aughts era, brand new. 
Oh, mm. I never listened to that, but okay. Mm. Yeah. I I did write down um, the hole is where the heart is. I thought, yep. <laughs> I, I kind of chuckled at that one. Yep. I was like thinking of like a you know a Linda going to a TJ Maxx and seeing that like written in script on a cork board. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I was like trying to figure it out because he has some reference to like he's like it's six nine two, yeah. and I'm like, is that like a you know biblical passage or like do I even fucking care? Does it matter? Well, if it was really he's written a... in a journaly kind of way, maybe it really was six nineteen, and he's like, right. dear no, it journal, just... it's six nineteen, <laughs> or it was the number it's of nineteen me, year olds that he had uh, already had uh, sex uh, with. Uh, <laughs> yep. That is uh, cocaine and prescription pill fueled orgies in Florida. Oh, that is not something I want to picture. Yeah, I definitely felt like I was like Marilyn Manson definitely watched The Lost Boys. Like that oh, seems like a big on. influence on this album. Come on, you know, with the well, spacious drum lines and like plotting guitar. He also makes a lot of references to Alice in Wonderland yeah. and to yeah. the book the and movie Lolita reference. Uh, by yeah. Nabokov. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. He he reads books, guys. So he's you know, an artist. That's a book about seducing a teenager as well. Yep. Yep. Uh, But he does it in a tongue-in-cheek way because they know that they're just like Lolita and she's so in. She's Mm -hmm. on board. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yeah. As on board as was just a child months ago could be. Yeah. Look, like 19-year-olds do have agency, you know, technically, but... I mean, I was pretty dumb at 19. Oh my God, I was incredibly <laughs> I was really dumb. dumb. Yeah. I was incredibly I dumb. I did not know very much about how anything worked, you know? I, yeah. <laughs> I, I am so lucky to be alive, <laughs> 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 to be honest. Yeah, I don't think I could have made an informed decision at 19 <laughs> to fucking do this with this asshole. I just, <laughs> I just don't. I, I don't know. The music's not bad, though. The music this isn't song, bad. Right. It's not well, so look, bad. You guys are saying that about the album as a whole, and I do think uh, you're wrong. I think that a lot of the songs are <laughs> Well, it starts bad. to really hit the same <laughs> note over and over again, and then it gets very tiresome yeah. for sure. But it's not bad of the caliber. <clears throat> He's just a horrible, horrible, horrible bad person, and there are some very cringy lyrics. Welcome it's, to his diary. Right, exactly. So, Welcome to it. it well, a 15-year-old who's never fucking in a 38-year-old's body, you know? Like yeah. he or or not really that because that makes it seem like you just know like that it's okay like, like it's okay no exactly no, just okay. like Willy Wonka he's a it, oh <laughs> oh that's so skeezy him but it's and, true him and Johnny Depp are just a couple of Wonkas exactly <laughs> neither of them have ever fucking grown up like yep. and it and it's cool mm. striped scarves oh. <laughs> gross cool haircuts Gang. young girlfriends mm-hmm. Ch- that they abuse Abu- yeah. <laughs> that yeah. they beating abuse. them beating them yep um, yep and romanticizing it yeah. and making yourself uh, seem like a genius for writing lyrics about you know it. just hor- horrific alcoholism yeah really <laughs> really bad yeah violent yeah. alcoholism Mansonth. Yeah. yeah, and then like romanticizing Hunter S. Thompson, and like mm, it's yep. just it's and it's Navicar. that um it's a it's a it's the velvet blacklight poster type. that you mentioned. What was your mm. what was your the toxic masculinity velvet um blacklight poster that you wanted to patent that you were telling people yeah. like here oh, make yeah, money yeah. off this idea? Right, Who yeah. was on that? So on all right, so it was this, like the Last Supper, this, uh, black, like a black vel- not black not a black light poster, a black velvet painting uh, of. These characters yeah. at a bar around a pool tables, uh, and it's the Joker, uh, the the Heath Ledger Joker, yep, the um, Joaquin Phoenix, Joaquin Joker. Phoenix Joker, got it, Tyler Durden, 
Michael Douglas's character in Falling Down. Yeah, <laughs> classic. You had Heisenberg. The, Pun- the Punisher, Heisenberg, <laughs> uh, Tony Soprano. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and Scarface. Uh, Scarface yeah, yeah. and Donald Trump. Um, and it, it says at the bottom, we live in a society. <laughs> the, the and Marilyn Manson has been jerking off to that poster for his entire oh, fucking yeah, life. Like, that should, is... He should be in the poster, probably. Yeah. He, would, he would be in he the, would, like, 20 wishes. years ago he version wishes. of the poster. Yeah, that's like a subverted version of that masculinity, because he's all about the, like, like the androgynous, like soft and goth masculinity. Is he? Still is this so soft? I don't think this is soft goth. It's, I think this yeah. is. He was, I think he's this a is, fake nice guy. It would, it would be oh, him, Johnny Depp. <laughs> that's it. That's the poster. Probably Tim Burton. Tim Burton, definitely. Yeah. Him, um, Johnny Depp, Eminem, Keith, <laughs> Keith Richards, uh-huh. Chris Benoit. Oh, Chris Angel. Oh, Chris Angel. <laughs> oh. Johnny Knoxville. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's man. a product of its time. It sure uh, yeah. is. All right, so sure yeah, that, this is a free idea. If you're a graphic designer, you can make both these posters. You don't need to credit us. Well, you I do. We need me. money, so please. Let's do the next song. Yeah, please. Which you guys think is good. Putting holes I mean, in happiness. I don't know. Do you think I, the I music don't... sounds good on this song? No. Here's let's the thing. It. This one, no. I've got something to say about this song. All right, let's listen to it. Candles on all my Frankenstein's. So blow out the candles. He has a bunch of Frankenstein's. (laughs) He has at least two Frankenstein's. Multiple. And he puts candles in like their skin. Like does he cut them open and he sticks candles? Yeah. Or like in their wow. orifices. Does Dude, that he, sounds cool. Is he putting a candle in his mouth in the front of his mouth? That's soft goth if I heard. But that is flaccid guff. And also, the Frankenstein is the doctor, right? Like, yeah. Is it the, yeah. I assume he's talking about the monsters. It he se- has to be. It seems like a lot of work to fill these Frankenstein's with candles just to blow them out. Good God. Good goth. Oh my God. <laughs> so this is like a funny song though, because it's like. Arena rock. <laughs> so I thought it sounded like like it could be like a Carrie Underwood song with like an orgy filter over it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. just run it through an orgy exactly. filter. Exactly, and that's actually a, a, a good like kind of lens uh, to like read this whole album. Right. Uh, musically, it's actually pretty like either just like really boring kind of plotting like mm-hmm. blues rock and also like kind of poppy like yeah. kind of it's you just know? like boilerplate progression. It's very boring. Yeah. The only things that break it up are the, you know, plentiful guitar solos, which which <laughs> often rip. Um, uh, sometimes rip, sometimes not so much. Sometimes a little, just like too boring blues rock. Yeah. Exactly. It's very, it's, yeah. Sorry, school. Like, what? It's you like you're, so, you're, so, you're like, you're just taking a pentatonic yeah. scale lesson. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I don't know. 
But, but some, it's, some it's, of them it's, are pretty good. But it's breaking up the dirge, so at least yeah. there's that, you know? It, and uh, just the... It's mow, always like... Mow, 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 mow. Like, really? That's Marilyn Manson? That's what you're gonna... Yeah. That's your Like, it's not authentically statement. spooky. Like, Antichrist no. Superstar is like... It has such, like, scary moments on that album. Like, it's well, like a also, spooky album. Yeah. Isn't it, like, kind of, like, electronic, glitchy in some way? Yeah. Industrial. Yeah. Very yeah, industrial. Like, yeah, so he's using, like, the, you know, mechanics of... Mu- of yeah. like the production, yeah, and Trent Reznor's productions like yeah. all over that album. Oh, like, totally. And then Skulls on here just doing like Brit pop, yeah, just or like, like blues riffs. Like <laughs> 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 <Skulled>. really, <laughs> I'm scolding you. It's a little bit of satanic it's getting, satanist era. It's getting scolded, man. It's getting scolded. It is, yeah. It is. <laughs> Sorry. Um, how about some of these lyrics? Let's get into oh, the no. lyrics oh, here. I'm going to read a, a whole uh, couple of Cohens here. Go, go ahead. Uh, the sky was yep. blonde like her. This one. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. It was a day to take the child out back and shoot it. Oh, cool. I could cool. have buried... Who's the child? <laughs> His girlfriend? <laughs> I could have buried one? all my dead up in her cemetery head. Uh. She had dirty word witchcraft. I was in the deep end of her skin. Uh. Then it seemed like a one-car wreck, but I knew it was a horrid tragedy. Did you read about also his um, culpability in um, causing a, a young... Like maybe again, eighteen or oh, nineteen yeah, the co- year old. The cocaine, like the, the cocaine yeah. car wreck. Yeah. yeah, you read about that. Yep. Wait, he makes a lot of references to a car wreck. Was yeah, that, is there's that what he's a real to? a real person yeah. really died after he got they sued. he got he dared them to do a bunch of cocaine and then drive. He claims, Jesus Christ. He claims, and then she died. This is like a, a yeah, young he's girl, like mixing her with his like ex and his like. Yeah. Current child girlfriend and romanticizing yeah. it because they're all just the same muse. They're all just one cool goth big titty GF. <laughs> yeah, right. Oh, <laughs> he denies there was any cocaine or alcohol at that party. Oh come the <laughs> fuck he said that, on. He says that she got into a car with like escorts. Like there was an official designated driver who brought oh her my home, god, and then she got into her own car and drove away at home. Hmm. Uh-huh. And then got into a car wreck. Yeah, makes sense. Yeah, go home, then get well, immediately back. Well, that sounds like an car. open and shut case. Nothing to see here. <laughs> yeah, right. We'll just quietly settle it out of court. <sighs> Epstein was a suicide. Nothing happened. <laughs> Basically, the same story. Mm-hmm. The romance of our assassination. If you're Bonnie, I'll be your Clyde. Uh, and, but the grass cool. is greener here, and all, and I can see all of your snakes. Uh. <laughs> You can, uh, can't you like hear? I hope the stoppies can hear how far back in our skulls mine and Brittany's eyes just traveled. Like they're scraping the inside of my. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wait, I'm sounding like Marilyn. Oh, your eyeballs scrape against your skull. This is, a, it's a bad sign when like the, like, not even mystique, but the actual like facts of your like terrible abuse and like monstrous behavior is like. Endlessly more enter- like interesting to talk about than this fucking music. All right, next. Yeah. yeah. The red carpet grave. Oh, the red, red carpet, carpet grave.
Wong people. Wong, wong, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what, what, what does it sound like Primus for a second there? Uh, <laughs> it's like, uh, it sounds like every EQ dial is like all the way. Oh, yeah. Like, not even like, mm-hmm. like, it's not even like a like well executed, like Eno Wallace sound. It's just, <laughs> you know. <laughs> The the guitar is very shrill. It sounds like it's he's probably playing through a line six. I bet he's playing through line six. Yeah, and this is what I was talking about. Like the title of this song is is perf- perfectly fits within the Marilyn Manson formula of Americana kitsch trope plus goth occult thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Red carpet graves. Nice. Wow. <laughs> Hollywood. You want to hear really undead? Cool, <laughs> a cool lyric from this mm-hmm, one. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, please. Bottomless celebrity scar oh, staged. Yep. Circuses for schoolgirls. Boys are all dressed up like a mediocre suicide omen. All right. Yeah, if it's a stage circus. <sighs> For schoolgirls, that, that what is that? This dick is definitely the ringmaster. <laughs> like, what's the what's the last line from that again? The boys are all boys dressed up like a mediocre, mediocre suicide, suicide omen. Yeah, that sounds like a, at the driving mm. lyric. Like yeah. a mediocre suicide omen. Yeah. Well, I just think of the <laughs> fact that like I think Marilyn Manson wishes he had the fucking you know self destructive cojones to actually have to kill committed. Himself. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like he's too weak to Gigi Allen himself. And even Gigi Allen was too weak to do it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, he's such a fucking poser. Be he's careful. Someone's going to claim that we are, are pro Gigi Allen. I know, again. right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But that's kind of the whole goth thing, though, is like mm. living on that knife's edge of pain. Oh, yeah. You're living <laughs> right. on an edge. A mediocre right. suicide omen. Yes. You're living on an edge. <laughs> Everything is the edge, it's all that matters. Edge. Right, you're the edge of death and just being edgy. Yeah, you're literally Thelma and Louising out the off of a fucking cliff with your fucking eighteen year old girlfriend, yes, the edge or of, with the, the edge woman that you murdered, or the woman that you murdered, whichever one, whichever one. interchangeable. Well, no, the they're woman you murdered is in the trunk, and they're all the same. Wait, are we talking about Eminem now? Um, <laughs> no, I'm talking about the fucking music video for one of the for heart shaped yes. glasses. Yeah, yeah, yeah we'll get we'll get to talk that, to that later. One. But it all blends into one. I mean, yeah. that's the thing is there, you know. The unifying themes here are yeah. pretty one-dimensional. It, it is a concept album. Car crashes, murder, suicide, abuse, uh, Alice in Wonderland, Lolita. It's, it's a concept album about <laughs> Yeah, all of those keywords just put into Google, uh, and then it's like, all right, this, cool, great. Frankenstein <laughs> stuffed to the gills with candles. <laughs> cool 40-year-old goth word salad. Yeah, yeah, yeah right. Mm. <laughs> um, also, the ones that make you come, the ones that make you come unglued, like how many songs are we going to have to listen to on the show that, that rip off that lit, you make me I, come I know, completely miserable song? I know. Well, luckily, we'll it never... It keeps happening. We'll on. never review Lit. Justice for Lit. Perfect. <laughs> that album Lit did nothing perfect. wrong. Lit did nothing wrong. <laughs> um, that's okay. They so this is the... Oh, yeah. Another good one from um, this one is... This is kind of like a cool like slam poetry lyric. Mm. Is It's easy to beat the system, but a hard time beating the symptoms. Mm, go off, King. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Good God! This is one of the ones with a shitty guitar solo. Yeah, I, I made this sure one's to actually write that down. Yeah, Red Carpet Grave. It's not a great track. It's no. not good. But I don't know. There's groovy little moments in there. So but I don't that's know. Weird groovy little moments <laughs> when we're <laughs> fantasizing <laughs> about rape and murder. Like that's just a <laughs> yeah. weird juxtaposition that I'm not yeah. like 
comfy the, with, you the, know? The edge of consent. <laughs> it's the, it's the, the edge. Uh, the edge of consent. <laughs> yeah, and that's the other thing is the, this, is a, this album's a Blurred Lines album. The, oh. uh, the vocals start getting really grating at this point for me, yeah. too, yes. where it's like, you can tell, like, he's he, it he used to scream, like, really good yeah. on those early he's albums. He's a good metal vocalist. Um, and at this point, he's just like, it's just early in the morning vocal fry. Yeah. And he's doing, he can do, like, maybe, like, five notes, and it's mostly just <laughs> doing this. He just stays in this one note register. You know? I know. I listened to it. All 52 fucking minutes of it. <laughs> Should we do a little more? Should we listen to They Said That Hell's Not Hot? Oh, man, oh yeah. Let's song. say it's dark Oof. and hell's not hot. <laughs> <sighs> which he did have, <laughs> he, he did uh, weirdly have a uh, cameo in a DMX song, which yes. shout out to DMX, yeah. friend of the pod. <laughs> yeah. Who's that? Is that a, the We're a dog, friend of him. The cat, mouse and the rats, or something like that. <laughs> Alice I thought DMX was in the God. <laughs> he probably had to get uh, exercised after hanging out with Marilyn. It's, it's that's the about, duality of DMX, yes. right? You know, like he's the sacred and the propane. For yes, the sacred and the propane. But, Very astute. <laughs> uh, but he actually, he actually pulls it off. No, DMX rules. DMX I mean, he's rules. also a monster. Well. Yeah. We'll what also never have to t- critique him because he's he's uh, his music his is music good yeah. is excellent. Um, okay, uh, so yeah, what's this next one? The fucking this, they said that, that it's dark and hell's not hot. hot. The song's boring. That's right. Yeah, it's fucking yeah. boring. Okay, let's listen to it. Just another girl left in tears. Yeah. Like a glass balloon. I'm what the fading fuck is into a glass the void balloon? and then I'm gone. Glass I'm gone. balloons. Okay. So as we know, <laughs> defined by how they fade away. Oh. <laughs> okay. Well, if you're going to psychoanalyze those lyrics, though, I did. Th- I kind of thought about it? this one. Wait, so you broke down the glass balloons? I, I, well, I, I not I, so I much like, the gra- is it like glass a, balloons. Is it like a crack pipe? Is it a meth? Pipe? Oh, like, you know, like stems. I was like, maybe it's that, but. And then the I don't, crack I, pipes also, they fade away into the mm, void, is what they do. Uh, well, no, that's not what I'm talking about. Like I, a glass balloon, he says, <laughs> as if we're supposed to know what that means. Yeah, it's like a glass balloon. <laughs> of course. Okay. Fades away into the void. Okay. Awkward simile aside. All of my material is glass balloons material. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I was talking more about like the kind of concept of like fading away into the void and being gone and that it was never about her. It was about the hurt. And like, I don't really want to spend a lot of time fucking psychoanalyzing this bullshit. But like, I think this is about him, you know, real getting old and boring and like needing the rush of like literal young blood. Like he's a vampire, but not Mm. in the like way he wants to be. He's just like a glass you know, balloon. he's just like, a, but no, talking about, he knows that he's being, he's fading away. He's getting older. He's not as dangerous. It's yeah. not, you know, being old isn't dangerous, yeah. but being a fucking gross, drunk, coked out lunatic, threatening your child bride with razor blades to the faces, you know? Mm. So now he can, he can reclaim that, you know, scary, dangerous identity. In yeah. Some now way. he's actually scary. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Now he's a real life predator. Unlike right. a glass balloon. That's, <laughs> you got to do a sense that level. <laughs> 
you only brought glass material, glass balloon material too, Brittany. <laughs> Both of you, just every line. The glass it's balloon it's line just, is funny, it was, man. It was astounding. It's a lot to mine there. The fucking, the Did you vocal. like the solo on this one? Uh, I don't scold, remember. Scoldo? Um, I said that Scold has really stretched himself thin. On this yeah, one. yeah. Um, I mean, he doesn't have a lot to work sorry, with. Scold. He's doing every, he's doing a lot. He's doing a, Scold's he's doing, doing the most. He's doing the most. Uh, and the but most. Again, and Manson's laying on the floor. Again, doing the most sounds no, he, like a BC rich like bitch. Oh yeah, through, like a hot pink BC rich through a, 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 a like crate. <laughs> a like little crate practice amp with like yeah. a microphone Ugh. just cranked all the way. Yeah, the dude, he splayed the... out like upside down with his head hanging off of a fucking velvet couch, smoking uh. a clove, and you know drinking a snifter of Manson synth I... or whatever. It's yeah. it... I smoked a clove last night. Oh my oh, god, wow. <laughs> you must have uh, been drunk. <laughs> I know. Well, my, my my friend from work smokes Jarum Blacks, and I was like, oh I can't god. not take a drag. Oh, that's my that's Jarum. my goth name, <laughs> Jarum Black. Jarum. <laughs> <laughs> Is a goth name just a a drag name, but like with black lipstick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. literally that. Yeah, okay. like Sharon Needles. You can call me Jarum Black. <laughs> what was yours again? Ugh, oh, uh, well, this is my Manson band name. Yeah, uh, Manson band name. Uh, oh yeah, you had it. Oh, Jaja Zodiac. Jaja yes. Zodiac. Zha-Zha Love Zodiac. that. What about yours, uh, Brittany? The authentic. Um, my 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 original goth name when I was an authentic goth in the early aughts was Gloom Cookie. It was really cool. Yeah. We have, we're we can good. Start, we can we're officially a start a band now. Thank God. Okay. We can, you you want to do just a car crash away? Oh, Ugh, this fucking God. Christ. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's fine. Fine. Already feel Sounds like he's singing while trying to yeah. fit his fist in his mouth. Like yeah. I, I couldn't make out that first part of the chorus. I, I remember reading the lyrics, but I only got just. <laughs> what is that? What is happening, yeah. buddy? I mean, um, if you read them, they're fucked up. Of course. Yeah. Well, I um I did kind of like this song, and I realized why I like this song, and it's because this song is um the real folk blues. Mm-hmm. But it's the it's you know from Cowboy Bebop, um, but it's the real folk blues yeah. with a guy going <laughs> like a bleeding farm uh, animal, like. <laughs> but yeah, it's got that's got that's a little chromatic minor key uh, yeah. ballad. Yeah, I see you. It's, okay, it's a choice though to do two kind of boring songs in a row though. This is my second favorite after the uh, "If I Was Your Vampire." Yeah. Did you get this lyric? Uh, she blew me yep. her death kiss, mm-hmm. yep. and the mouth marks bled down my eyes. Like her dying on my windshield, <laughs> I can already feel her worms eating my spine. Gross. So how can it be this lonely? Is that all we get for our lives? Is love only sweeter when one of us dies? Ew. This reminded me of like those like vaguely threatening Ugh. and like odd, oddly specific like aggressive Facebook T-shirts that like yeah. algorithms yes. like promote to you. <laughs> like you know, like you'll, you'll have, have a... this T-shirt promoted to you tomorrow. <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can't scare me. I have a crazy sister who's a social worker with a pit bull who was raised to eat <laughs> snowflakes for dinner. <laughs> I came up with that. Uh, 
that's great. That's a good one, right? Um, but that's that's the aura of this song, and really this album. Well, there, there's an aura to this album. It's, oh, sure. it's, it's threatening. <laughs> it's like, it's, yeah, it's threatening. It's in a different way. It's, it's, yeah. it's um. It's threatening, but also not scary at all. No. Right. It's it's, a, it's repellent though. Yeah. It's repellent. Yeah. <laughs> that's a good way to phrase it. Um, I want to talk about the line, I can already feel her worms eating my spine. Yeah. So she has worms <laughs> in her rotting body because she's dead on his windshield. Yep. But the worms, you see, <laughs> they, squir- they squirm away, they squirm straight for Marilyn Manson's spine. spine directly. <laughs> directly to oh, his directly spine. Like, the spine. And like zombie movies are like fast walkers. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, what? What uh, the fuck? Yeah. How do mouth, mar- mouth, mouth marks bleed down eyes? Mouth marks? Mouth marks. <laughs> the mouth marks bled down my eyes. What is That's that? That's just a bite. It's a bite. You can call it a bite. It's not a mouth it's... mark. I've never heard that before. <laughs> <laughs> the mouth mark of the beast. Uh, a bite. Nobody says that. <laughs> no. a, mm. a lung air. <laughs> <laughs> A br- a, you mean a breath? <laughs> you mean a br- a br- not a lung air? <laughs> All right. Well, why don't we take uh, a quick lung air or yeah. two, a lung or a vape air, air more more than likely? For um, sure. Not in Charlie Baker's Massachusetts. <laughs> <laughs> don't you dare! <laughs> yeah, nobody tell Charlie Baker. Definitely not a friend of the pod. Charlie still seventy three percent approval rating. I Baker fucking hate him Charlie, so much. Beloved by everyone of the you don't know <laughs> Baker. Um. All right, let's take a break. Yeah. We'll be back. We'll be back. Hello, Pantheon Podcast listeners. Christian Swain here to tell you more about my experience with Raycon earbuds. Our family now has three pairs of Raycon earbuds around the house. And my wife just grabbed a pair of the headphone pros to replace some headphones from a company that was double the price. And yes, she loves them. Now, if you haven't pulled the trigger on a pair of Raycons, or even if you have, but you're in the market for another pair because they're just that good, well, now is the time to check them out because they just launched their upgraded model of the best-selling everyday earbuds. With Raycon's upgraded everyday earbuds, now you also get active noise cancellation, ergonomic design, and multi-point connectivity that lets you pair with two devices at once, new quick charge function, three customizable sound styles, plus awareness mode, available in a variety of vibrant new colors to complement any and all skin tones. I even have a pair of earbuds in a cool green color. I have tried just about every earbud known to humankind, and these Raycons are fantastic. Seriously, if you've been wanting to check out Raycons, there truly is no better time. You're going to ask yourself why you didn't check them out sooner, and Raycon offers a 30-day happiness guarantee. So what are you waiting for? Go to buyraycon.com slash pantheon today to get 20% off your Raycon order, plus free shipping. That's right. You'll get 20% off and free shipping at buyraycon.com slash pantheon. Buyraycon.com slash pantheon. All right, and we're back. Uh, well, we're back. <laughs> we're back. Oh, wait, now I'm doing Danzig. <laughs> we're God. back. Uh, so you got to sound like you're, you know, a fucking teenager with a hangover uh, wrenching into a bathtub. Back. Ugh, gross. We're back. Dude, imagine fucking Marilyn Manson. <laughs> Dude, if you read the comments on this on I'd the music not. video for the next song we're about to listen to, 
Oh no! Um, it's all very thirsty young guys. Oh yeah, oh, it's no. they do. Want, there are people out there who really want to fuck Marilyn Manson. Yeah, still, mm-hmm. he's like a fifty-year-old woman now. He's, <laughs> he's bloated. Oh, he is a doughy, doughy man. <laughs> that, that Manson's got to. Him. Oh yeah, oh yeah, definitely. <laughs> all that Manson. The damned absinthe. <laughs> oh my god. Um, yeah, so we're, speaking of, uh, yeah, the music video, so we're now talking about the next song, which is Heart-Shaped Glasses. Mm. We're going to listen to it, but Stoppies, I won't tell you to watch the music video, mm. but we will you describe sh- it. I mean, you you could. It's, yeah. This is the This is the one that features Evan Rachel Wood in, uh, you know, full Lolita garb. Um, showing up to Marilyn Manson's, Yikes. you know, solo concert. None of the other members of the band are in any way featured at all. Yeah. You mean, music video you mean is... Tim Scold? <laughs> yeah, oh, I'm sorry. Tim Scold. Music... Poor Scold was like... <laughs> only Scold. He was, only was allowed to play from the, <laughs> the parking lot out back. Um, yeah. The music video is Evan Rachel Wood wearing a blue dress and heart-shaped glasses in a crowd of nude chicks and uh, f- flicking yeah. off through her dress yeah. Yeah. as she watches Marilyn Manson perform. And yeah, nothing they... more attractive than mm. fucking that. And yeah. then they drive away in a convertible and take Polaroids of each other, and then they fuck while it rains blood, and then they drive off a cliff. Yep. yep. That's pretty much it. That's yeah. a synopsis. So mm-hmm. let's listen to the song, yeah. Heart-Shaped Glasses. But it won't forget. Exactly, dude. It's another orgy song. It's another orgy song. Yeah, it is. You're right. Uh, I just have have one question about this song. (laughs) One. Does she keep her heart-shaped glasses in a heart-shaped box? Uh, 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 He'll break that, too. you crave. (laughs) Um... The yes. entire conceit of this uh, love song is built off mm. of a threat. <laughs> mm. It's a beautiful Lolita love song. Yeah, well, it's right. also, he's got these lyrics. Um, she reminds me of the one in school when oh. I was cutting. She was dressed in white. What kind of cutting? Uh, oh, well, you know, <laughs> 158 uh, cuts, to uh, the... cuts to the face and hands. <laughs> or cutting class. Oh, or both. Or cutting class to go cut in the bathroom. But yeah, yeah right. <laughs> but why does this teenager remind me so much of the teenager I used to date when I was a teenager? <laughs> Except I'm not a teen. I'm twice a teenager. He gets older. I'm two times the same age. I. He calls her little girl in this song many times. Many times. Many times. Right. So edgy. So always. You know. He's he's flirting with the edge of acceptability. Except Mm. he's literally fucking the edge of acceptability. While while blood rains down upon them. Right. And then I was trying to figure out if it was her blood or like, because I I couldn't tell. She didn't seem to participate in that sexual encounter. It's it's the blood. That was apparently her idea. The raining blood while they fucked was her idea. 
cool. So, yeah. I mean, she's a teenager. She had a good so, eye. She had know. a good eye. Yeah. Speaking um, of Rain and Blood, they did go on tour with Slayer. Really? Yes. <laughs> yeah, they did tour with Slayer. In 07? Yeah. I think yeah. around this time. Yeah, the love... Oh, wait. What was the name of the tour? It was uh, Rape the World yes, Tour. The Rape, Rape the World. So it, it might have been that tour that they were with Slayer, or maybe the one immediately afterwards. Yeah. But um, <laughs> that Because Marilyn Manson said in an interview that they were the only band that could keep up with his uh, <sighs> appetite for self-destructive substances. Cool. It's funny that I, I was reading an interview with uh, Jeff Hanneman and Kerry King uh, where the interviewer asked, like, you know, are, are there any topics you won't write about? And Jeff Hanneman was like, the only topic I wouldn't write about is rape. He's like, you know, I just there's these guys out there that just hate women and it just makes no sense to me. Like, what's wrong with you, dude? Like, don't you have a mother? And then mm-hmm. Kerry King is like, Look at Jeff over here. He's like, he'll write songs about the Holocaust, but not rape. He's like, I'd write songs about rape. Oh, just got to uh, outdo yourself there yeah. with your edginess. Cool. Mm-hmm. Grown ass. Speaking of grown ass men with daughters, yep. with grown ass daughters, mm-hmm. the age of Man- uh, Manson and King. Manson's, uh, well, I don't know. Uh, if, man, I'm sure Manson can't have kids. He I hope not. Oh, God, yeah. He doesn't have kids. But, um, He's probably but I think Kerry King does. Um, <laughs> I mean, he is a eunuch. Right? Yeah, that was one of the ones he chopped off his dick. Yes. Like, oh, yeah. Sewed it yeah. to okay. <laughs> Twiggy Ramirez's yeah. <laughs> skull like a unicorn horn. Yeah. <laughs> Just fucking flopping around. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. She reminds me of the one I knew that cut up the negatives of my life. Mm. So he was like jilted by some girl he dated in high school, never got over it, and then as a 38 year old man, <laughs> dated a teenager to compensate. Right. Yeah, exactly. So like, mm. try again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Really lean into that like pathological romanticization of toxic cool. relationships with a pedophilia undertone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know. Oh, this overtone. Sounds overtone. Yeah, right. Yeah. I mean, the heart shaped glasses are the glass. She wears those yep. in Lolita. You know, like right. it's direct. Well, they're they're being um, you know tongue in cheek. It's very yeah. Um, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Except it's literally replicating the exact behavior that he's doing yeah. in the real world, which goes back to my earlier point about him being this monster in mm-hmm. character, but actually is who he is. Do you want to hear something he said about this song? <laughs> yeah, go right ahead. All right. So he said, when I wrote the song that's the single, Heart Shaved Glasses, it was one of the songs that I really expected an immediate response from the record label on. In the way, like, of course that's a single. And it was almost embarrassing in a way that I thought it was so obvious. The song was written in a simple way. I was reading the book Lolita. (laughs) (laughs) Could you tell? And it was something inspired by my current girlfriend, Evan Rachel Wood, who's obviously much younger than me. But Uh, having the sarcasm to make the point of that and showing up to visit me once wearing heart-shaped glasses, which is the same as the Kubrick movie poster for the film Lolita, and me saying what I say in the chorus of the song. I said that to her, and I suddenly realized I should really write a song about that. And it never occurred to me in my entire career, my entire life, that that's how you should write songs. Uh, it should be the part of what your personality a that you might feel guarded or too secret to put out to the rest of the world. Oh, my God. Yeah, Just th- write what's in front of you. Just observational poetry, man. Or, yeah, right. And, like, him talking about it being a sarcasm. Like, right. That's like, sarcasm, oh, like, so funny? That's sarcasm, like, uh, Alanis Morissette song is irony. Like, it's, yeah. it's, 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 it's fucking not. Like, that's not the definition yeah. of that word, dude. That's, that's what it is. <laughs> also, You're- the way he references the heart-shaped glasses is don't, mm. don't break my heart. And I won't break your heart. Exactly, it's, it's a threat. He's gonna it's fucking punch her in the face. Right. Ex- yeah. Exactly. It's a threat of of, of abuse. Then he calls her little girl, little girl. Close your oh eyes. Oh my god, dude. Then he, and then that blue is getting me high. This mm-hmm. episode is getting us on a list. Yeah, the blue of her eyes and the blue oh. is getting him high. 
Or I was hoping that was just a Breaking Bad reference, but I think this, <laughs> this predates that. Pre Breaking Bad. Dude, Breaking Bad season one, if you go back and rewatch it, is like bad. Ooh. It's pretty bad. That show gets Ooh. better. Hot take. I don't know. Ooh. Um you know who does what does not get better <laughs> as it goes on? <laughs> Marilyn Manson. Um yeah. Eat Me Drink Me. And this fucking album. Ooh, yeah. So the, should the we the next song? Yeah. My God. So oh my a little God. bit of evidence. A little bit of evidence. Against our man's here. You have Fucking yikes, my dude. Like, those lyrics, just from that part that we just played, those are some I wrote down, and I just started getting really fucking angry. The chorus to the song's insane. It is. (laughs) But so, like, that verse, you have eyes that lead me on and a body that shows me death. Your lips look like they were made for something else, but they just suck my breath, which, again, is (laughs) what does suck my breath mean? But, okay. And this is, I just started Mm. ranting here. Like, she's leading you on. Mm -hmm. She's showing you death because you're getting old and saggy and not scaring people in the right ways anymore. (laughs) Her lips were made for something else, all right? Like, kissing someone who is a fucking decently adjusted person her own fucking age, (laughs) not just getting off on his bullshit cult leader Mm -hmm. predatory fantasy. God. Yeah. Cult leader. Yeah. Cult leader. Yeah, Manson. He oh, wants yeah. to, you know, that's his whole thing. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I got you. Yeah. I see what you're saying. <laughs> you I, like, barely had any notes on this song. I just... It's just a really bad chorus. And a really oh, bad yeah. Song. So read the, read the chorus. Oh, it's a bad man. song. The, the chorus, you're so sudden and sweet, all legs, knuckles, knees, heads blown clean off, your mouth's paid off, fuck me till I we know it's unsafe and we'll paint over the evidence. What? Mm. <sighs> what is that? What does any of it mean? It's a hiding in plain sight. <laughs> Fuck me till we know it's unsafe. So yeah, this is like a fet life, <laughs> yeah. like fantasy, young adult. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right. It's it's gross. Yeah, it's gross. It's like the shit it's people put one. in their fet life profiles that they like don't really mean. Right. But they're like, I'm into vampire play. Well, <laughs> that is one of the inspirations for this album too. He said in one of the many interviews he's given, where it's like at the time in like the early aughts, there was like that German. Um, oh yeah, the, the guy. Cannibalism the cannibal guy. Case. Yeah, yeah, you're right. I read this too. Where like a dude like put out an ad that was like, I want I want to eat somebody. And a dude like responded, was like, Yeah, you oh. can eat me. And then he did. Yeah. I thought it was the other way around. The guy wanted someone to eat him. Or whatever. Either way, somebody he, there got was a eaten. volunteer. Mm. <laughs> so yeah. that's another cool reference that he's making in yeah. this song. So edgy. Dude. So cool. Yeah. It's fucking rotten.com. Rotten.com. <laughs> 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 oh man. Yep. Yeah, and then the the song just ends with um, the sounds of him presumably dragging her dead body somewhere, Mm -hmm. which is uh, really Mm -hmm. cute. It's a bad long song. It's a bad long song that feels bad and is about bad things Mm -hmm. and by a bad, deeply bad person. Yeah. Great. Moving on? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This next one. Oh, God. Some more Alice in Wonderland trite fucking garbage nonsense. (laughs) Follow him down. Are you the rabbit? Uh, We're all mad here. (laughs) Oh, God. All right. um, This is called Are You the Rabbit? Take. Are your pictures again? 
<laughs> Do you remember the last Halloween episode with uh, Rich Karski? We were did Danzig, yeah. And he said that every song was about I'm driving with the devil, and also the devil is a car. <laughs> the song is I'm driving with my girlfriend, and also my girlfriend is a car. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're right. I'm a kickstand in your mouth, blowjob, but the dick is a kickstand, and the guy's body is a bike. <laughs> and I'm the tongue slamming on the brakes, cunnilingus, but the tongue is still a tongue, and the girl's body is a car. Put the, pull the choke in, pull the choke in as hard as it will take. Mm-hmm. I don't know what the choke is. Yikes. Her nipples, maybe. Uh. Um, <laughs> you are an unmarked car. I can't oh remember where God. I parked you. <laughs> so ask yourself before you get in. I know the insurance won't cover this. Are you the rabbit or the headlight? And is there room in your life for one more breakdown? Uh. <laughs> can't trust a hoe. She's like a used car. Yeah. She's prone to breakdowns, oh, sure she unreliable, leaking gas, upholstery is smelly, cigarette burns, just a huge money hole. Better yeah. trade her in for the new brand. Mm-hmm. Right. So you're either the car that's murdering things or you're the thing being murdered by the car. <laughs> He's yeah. on the edge Because that's it, right? He's going to. But it's also this dumb rabbit going to be yeah. late Alice in Wonderland bullshit, whatever. There's no cars in Alice in Wonderland, though. Well, like, that's it's true. a really fraught, like, mixed metaphor. Mm-hmm. Right. Just like that, like, Last Supper fucking pool. Uh, bar photo that you illustrated for us. It's just a, God. yeah, it's, it's it's a very jumbled um, mixed metaphors. Yeah. Did you catch the line, we're on the line between the devil's tits? Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> and we've been driving on E. Oh, oh so clever. Don't, don't drive on E. Just like put on some <laughs> chill so music stupid. and like take a walk. Also, he literally got a girl killed by dr- getting her drugged up and convincing her to drive. Yeah. It's more of that fucking, yeah. you know, car crash murder fantasy romance bullshit. That's like, weird. what the fuck? When you actually, like, contributed to the death of a real human being in the real world. Like, Bonnie and Clyde, though. Yeah. And, uh, and then the hook. Uh, you can't escape. Can't escape all your demons. Ooh. All you demons, watch out. Watch out for your lovers. Demons going their own way. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, oh, so, man. So that when he was supposed to be recording this album, he was like caught up in his like screenplay. The oh, right. Oh, we haven't even talked we about didn't that even yet. Talk about the it. Visions yes. of Lewis Carroll. Where he cast oh, himself as Lewis Carroll. Right? Yeah. Because I'm sure he romanticized the fact that that guy was just on drugs all the time and, you know, wrote some <sighs> weird proto-psychedelic... Uh, children's fiction mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't know yeah. well it's another Johnny Depp uh, yeah. connection isn't right, it right Tim sure Burton is. Johnny Depp connection and that's the thing about it is that it's so cliche yeah and it's like, really corny it's, it's like, so corny all, all the, like, you're 40 years old the Alice in Wonderland you're stuff 40 years old so corny. <laughs> you're like stalking gir- children at a Hot Topic and like yeah. fucking saying hey you wanna go check out my truck like that's fucking gross wanna go to yeah. Orange Julius yeah like, let's go make fun of the norms from the fucking <laughs> Let's go steal records from Strawberry Breakfast. Right, right. Yeah. Except, uh, yeah. except at least that asshole had the good grace to be 26. He's 38. Uh, <laughs> He's 38. Yeah. He's almost 40 fucking years old. That's a very I, cool age to date a teenager at. Oh, <laughs> God. Yeah, that's it's, peak. it's so embarrassing. It's and it, it's like, and that's like the most charitable like view that you could give it is... Yeah. 
embarrassment, you know? Skull does pretty much tear it up on this one, though. Mm. <laughs> I don't know, dude. These same fucking boring, plotting funeral like drums outro? and the it blues does. You don't like that outro? It has a nice, like, stoner metal riff. Like, yeah. Yeah. when it started, right. they kind of, pl- they, 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 like, drag out the riff in the beginning of the song before the lyrics actually mm-hmm. start. And for that first, like, 15, 20 seconds, I was like, yeah. <laughs> and then I was like, oh, no. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of uh, that. He can't remember where he parked it. <laughs> All right. All right. So mutilation is the most oh, sincere God. form of flattery. God. You know, that's why people carve Slayer into their arms. Mutilation's the most sincere form of flattery. What a song. Couldn't yeah, couldn't cut that. What a dynamic hook. Fuck you. This this is a very very juvenile. (laughs) This song is so it's it's literally him maintaining Uh, that he's never gonna change or age or grow up. I mean he's definitely aging, but he's he's never gonna grow up, he's never gonna mature, he's gonna stay stay the the same, same. and and everybody else is a dumb poser that's riding his fucking This is the the ultimate poser line. And this one is, they think I would bitch about them thinking they are the shit when they can't even step in it. Shut up. Oh, what? Yeah, this is this song's all about, like, fuck you to the imitators. I'm right. the original. I'm the best. Yeah. The, the, like, centerpiece line is, like, the young get less bolder, the legends get older, but I stay the same. Mm-hmm. And it's like... That is very cute. So you're cute neither you young that. nor a legend, everyone, I guess is what you're saying. Everyone Google a picture of Marilyn Manson 2019 <laughs> oh right now God. and tell me if you think he's staying the same. <laughs> well, yeah, obviously physically physically and visually he's changed, but his fucking maturity level has not changed one yeah. iota. And yeah, he's the, still the, an angsty fucking teenager, yeah. you know, and and trying to rebel and say, fuck you, mom, I'm going to my room. Like, yeah. it's, it's not a phase. He's, like, saying, he's saying, like, fuck you, uh... AFI or something like I don't even know who's, right. who's yeah. imitators. I think I think this not is an anti-emo a- song. Like no. because Maybe. like not yeah. what? Really? I think so because like goth music was like over. Like this kind like of goth my music was like over by the something. time there was like emo. Like but when like was emo over- kids started, goth kids were like, "What the fuck is that? Like they're not us." Yeah. Oh, so there's yeah. some resentment well, to emo which from is, the goth community. But that's also such a ridiculous thing for a 38 man to write about. 38 <laughs> year old man. <laughs> Imagine uh, him just shitting on emo bands as a 38 year old Marilyn Manson. And like the young get less bolder. Like, oh yeah, the young are way less bold now. Also, they never have the balls to write a song about fucking teenagers who are also cars. <laughs> <laughs> Also, that's terrible grammar, my dude. Brian. Brian. Brian Hugh. The young get less bolder. <laughs> <laughs> Did you guys catch the line? And you think that you thought all the thoughts that I thought you. Yep. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> it's like Go if off. Dr. Seuss was goth. Go off, King. <laughs> uh, also, like, just Snaps. the, the Snaps. Yeah. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> 
the, the idea that just you know the shocking whatever yeah. bold bold dangerous uh, you know title of the song being mutilation is the most sincere form yeah. of flatter so is that when he's referring to like cutting himself 150 times to like or About cutting himself into pieces or is he saying this is his last, last resort, resort. <laughs> yes exactly is he saying that like it's a bastardization of his art form Oh, uh-huh. yeah. <laughs> I want to do just a mutilation quick... is Mutil- the most sincere form of flattery. Yeah. my chemical romance. Yeah, Ugh. you're right. You're mutilating this this high art. All right, AFI, yeah. <laughs> dude. AFI all day over here. Okay, eighteen visions. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> I just want to do a real quick sidebar. You know, we talk about Godsmack a lot in the show. Uh, and I was a... Uh, Sponsor us, Godsmack. I, I, work, I work above a high-end mall. Um, and uh, last week, uh, outside the mall at, like, uh, 9 in the morning, there was this, like, probably, like, 19, 20-year-old hype beast kid. You know, like, because that's... Mm-hmm. Aside from, like, old white people, that's the general population of, like, who goes there. So it's, it's just, like, prudential. young black hype beast, and he has a portable speaker, and he's just rocking the fuck out to Godsmack. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> Is that a blessing Burr, or a curse? <laughs> Ooh, it's the sacred and the profane. Uh. So oh, um, you and me and the devil makes three. Uh, yeah, this is you and me and the devil yes. makes mm. three. Murder cute, happy rape. Look, mm-hmm. he's got mood poisoning. Watch out your face. <sighs> Sperm is cold as ice. <sighs> Bouquet of knives. God. You're like, what if you came on her face, but like your cum was cold? And it was knives. <laughs> like, oh, what is that if instead of flowers you gave a bitch knives? Like, damn. <laughs> That's metal as hell. Murder cute, happy rape. Uh, <laughs> See? You just say rape a bunch of times. Hell yeah, dude. Oh, oh, my God, dude. Yeah, it's a bad one. What is there to say about this shit? I mean... He had to make up a word to describe how he felt about Dita Vontis. Murder, cute, happy rapes? There were no words or, that would do it justice. Or Evan Rachel Wood. I think this was his Dita Vontis divorce song. Oh. Yeah, the songs okay. where he's talking about like um, Bad lovingly abusing someone, those are the ones about. Oh, uh, okay. H- that's R- about Rachel his child ride. That's his child. Uh, the ones about like angrily abusing someone. Oh. That's, that's, that's about, about his, his, old, his old, washed up, burlesque dancer, forty year old so, wife. Okay, so the ones that are about murder cute are yes. about his child bride, and then, <laughs> and then happy, <laughs> happy rape. Yeah. Yeah. I, I oh, think God. actually the reverse. Oh, <laughs> I think it's actually the reverse. Oh yeah, you're right. Yeah, that's. Yeah, I guess bad. it does work both ways. Uh, oh. uh, sacred and profane. Yeah, I don't know what to say yep. about this shit. This shit is it's fucking a, it's terrible. It's a bad one. This is unforgivably bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's bad. Let's go. Let's move oh, on. Yeah. Let's do it. Oh, is this the last Skull, one? Skold's ripping it up, though. <sighs> God <laughs> bless. Know. Satan bless Skold. We're Skold. giving Skold a lot, of, a lot of credit We have here. to give something to someone. Well, look, he worked hard. We'll say that. Yeah, yeah. He put in all the time. Manson just cries cum and blood. <laughs> 
He's the guar of God. <laughs> he cries ice cold gum. All right. So I think that brings edge. us to our last song. Edgy. Yeah, we're right at the edge here. Um, so the last song is mm. uh, the title track, uh, Eat Me, Drink Me, in mm. all caps, mm. just so we're, we're clear. Just like and the you, Yeah, just like fucking, you know, Alice in Wonderland. Eat me, drink me. I'm a cannibal. <laughs> right. I'm a cannibal, Alice in Wonderland. That's deep. <laughs> Done. <laughs> Game over. <laughs> All set. I'm Lewis Cannibal. <laughs> That's your new goth name. Yes. <laughs> That's your 2019 God. goth name. I mm. love it. All right. Um, okay. Let's let's fucking mm-hmm. sew this one up, mm-hmm. shall we? Uh, with <laughs> eat me, drink me. I'm just yeah. so fucking done with this album, yeah. guys. <laughs> um, it's a gross one. Yeah, but then our star rushes in, feeling like a child and looking like a woman. She has been forecast what? hot. She has been forecast with an attempt to kill herself. Yes, but the ending didn't test well. Oh, she's yeah. his suicidal Alice child. Yeah, she's a so mediocre suicide was, woman. Was, How cute was Evan Rachel Wood like actually suicidal at this point? Because he keeps talking about it. I mean. Mm. Probably, I don't know. You know, he's I don't mentioned know. it a bunch of times. It's dark shit. And it's like not dark in the yeah, way that she, he wants. It's like not cool dark. It's no, like, it's pedophile. It's like he's the dark. actual fucking dregs of the earth, like mm-hmm. the lowest of fucking scumbag predator pieces right. of shit. And like, yeah. And nobody clocked him for it. And he was like in plain sight the whole time, mm-hmm. yeah. bragging about it. And I think he just got away with it because of his fucking. You know, look, it was the his, attitude era. His right or his just. <laughs> it contrived... wasn't even at this point. This was the ruthless yeah. aggression era. <laughs> yeah. You know, he's he's right. out of step with the current WWE trends. <laughs> <laughs> but this was we concurrent. Do, we do this judge was concurrent with Chris Benoit. So. Oh man, <laughs> yeah, we do judge all of our music on the spectrum of uh, wrestling eras, <laughs> and it's very important for us to have the sociocultural yes. uh, background. You need, you need the context. We need the context. Yeah. <laughs> Which era of wrestling? Uh, Man, the final minute of this song of him just repeating that awful second half of the chorus over and over again. It's Ooh. such a slog. It's a this, slog. This is only a game. This is only a game, by the way, is a uh, line that is said in Lolita. Great. So cool. cool. So cool. We get it, dude. Yeah, we definitely get it. There's no subtlety in any of this shit. That's the thing. Every single fucking metaphor and simile is like the most obvious. Yep. It's like A, super obvious, and then like B, abusive. Like yeah. It's just the, it's like the yeah. worst of all worlds. You can tell. And wrote it C, C, so self-satisfied. Mm-hmm. Like that's the thing. Like he thinks he's the fucking shit. He thinks he's the joker. He but, thinks yeah. He's seeing through, you know, the fucking, he's peeking through the veil. He's the only one who, uh-huh. you know. They're all just all, jealous. He's the kind of libertarian that doesn't think there should be an age of consent. I took uh, <laughs> I took down some notes from a, a, a comment someone left on a one-star <laughs> review on Rate Your Music. Oh, God. Uh, by yes. Adam M., oh, July wait. 15th, 2007. Shout out to Adam M. Um, <laughs> this The album is about, quote, pain and its ability to be unashamed to repeat itself, unquote. That's quote from Marilyn Manson. Mm-hmm. Marilyn has said in interviews, 
The album is said to be deeply personal and is supposed to rediscover Marilyn Manson as a singer. After listening to the album, I have my doubts. Mm. While Marilyn has said the album is supposed to be coming to terms with the fact that he's fucked up and that he's unashamed of the fact, instead the album sounds like a 16-year-old goth trying to prove to jocks that he's not a pussy, he's evil. Yeah. <laughs> Except this guy is actually evil, and he's Damn. proving it by, like, you it, know... <laughs> in in that in that metaphor at school sh- you know shooting up a school and in this mm-hmm. metaphor raping a <laughs> a teenager yeah Ugh. and that's the thing yep sorry to bring it down again but that's the Adam those M. are the bookends to this album you know yeah, and it's a, it's a rough one right and a, and a critical bullet point in his career like the subtitle of anything related to Marilyn Manson it's shocking that's actually how I found out about this stuff was that I you know I searched for Marilyn Manson Evan Rachel Wood and was looking for articles about it and recent articles like 2019 was like the first time that people were like why did we excuse this (laughs) yeah like why was this allowed we excused Um, it a lot 07 was a different time right Um, we excused it with uh, you know uh, Joel Madden yeah, we excused it with um, yeah Wilmer I, Valderrama with Lindsay, yeah. Lohan. Lindsay Lohan. Yeah, this is a bad album, and it makes mm-hmm. me feel bad and inspire a bad it's person. It's icky. It's really it's, it's icky. beyond it's icky. icky. It's kind of you know traumatic. <laughs> it's really gross, and I just want to say I really hope that Evan. It seems like Evan Rachel Wood is living her best life now, and I I hope she's doing well. I'm not trying. None of us are making light of this situation. Let's, let's super not forget Dita Von Teese and Tim Skoll. Uh, well, isn't let's, she kind of a Nazi, is I she? think. Yeah, I think Dita Von Teese oh, is a Nazi. So we, we do They're not all wish a mess. her well. Yeah, we don't wish her well. Tim Skold, we wish don't you well, I think. Don't buy her lipstick. Yeah, <laughs> yeah <laughs> <I know. laughs> Yeah, right? <laughs> all right. Um, so let's, uh, now seems as good a time as ever as to, you know, sit back on our velvet couch mm-hmm. and with your velvet smoking posters. jacket and our, yeah. Our right. snifters of absinthe. Our yeah. snifters of absinthe. Your snifters of absinthe. Our, our, our skull goblins. Your Frankenstein heads of Manson. Yeah, Frankenstein head goblins. Goblets. Your coffee table is just a Frankenstein with candles sticking out of it. <laughs> um, and, uh, and, and your glass balloons. And your glass balloons. And just Eat me, ra- drink me. <laughs> In your hall of mirrors. Um, uh, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna rate the album. We're gonna we're gonna rate the album. So, as our guest. God, thank you, Brittany. Thank you, our resident yeah, goth friend, you. for yep. being on the show with us today. My yes. goodness. Another notorious episode. I know. I, I, I can tell. Yeah, we didn't even mention. You should listen. If, if you love Brittany's dry and, and very on-point humor, you can listen to the uh, White Rapper Roundup yes. that we did in season yeah. one. That was a lot of fun. Maybe infamous Marilyn. <laughs> yeah, yeah, infamous app. Maybe Marilyn Manson will get into yep. a fight with us on Facebook. We should god. be so lucky. Oh god! All right. So, uh, so Brittany, uh, as our guest today, mm-hmm. you get to choose the quantifier by which Ooh, we judge this album on a scale of zero to negative five. Hey. Zero being true neutral, negative five being the worst of the worst. Let's, What's it going to be? Let's start at the beginning and use the. The baby bat as the <laughs> unit of measurement here. <laughs> Zero to negative five baby, baby bats. bats. Okay, yeah. right. Sounds mm. sounds reasonable. Yikes. Um, um, you know, the music's not terrible on yeah. a lot of it. So that's redeeming. But the lyrics are toxic and awful. Yeah. Uh, and the person go, singing them. Yeah, it's it's bad. And then you add the video. It's it's uh, let's go with a negative four on this one. But Damn. hey, scold, hang in there. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we gotta judge him a little bit by the company he keeps, but all right. 
<laughs> Scold, Scold yes, me to the He's check. not in the band anymore, guys. <laughs> he's yeah. a solo artist. God now. bless. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. I, yeah, I'm having a hard time with this one too, but honestly, like mm. the second time listening through just like playing the clips again, I was, I was reminded that like, yes, while this song, okay, the song structure is generally... Per, yeah. pretty pretty fine it's blues rock standards it's blues rock standards uh with spooky mm-hmm. you know whatever mm-hmm. abuse too many lyrics. bridges <laughs> too many bridges um it's but like it's not the it's definitely not the worst musically that mm-hmm. we've listened to on this show and it, it is pretty long the songs are pretty long but they don't seem like to drag on they actually never mind they do they definitely <laughs> they do. drag on they definitely drag on they plod um and it is really boring and it has that you know dual curse of being mm-hmm. both extremely boring and also like extremely like problematic yeah. and uh gross and scary um and upsetting oh. right and so <laughs> I and like listening to it again and listening to these clips, I realized that like it really is all like the same song. There's maybe one or two mm-hmm. songs that have that show any variety mm-hmm. or versatility whatsoever. Right. The guitar riffs are like, yeah, meh. Some funky. And ones. then like, I don't know, dude, like it really upsets me to think about the passes that this fucking man was given throughout mm-hmm. the years. And I think you cannot divorce like the music from the artist that makes it and the music itself doesn't do enough to redeem mm-hmm. this person for being a fucking piece of shit. Like Marilyn Manson is a piece of shit. I'll 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 stick with you, Brittany. I'll do a negative 4. Negative 4 on this album. All right. Um I don't think the music's good either. I <laughs> You know, I liked two songs musically. I liked uh the vamp I should be your vampire and that Portishead, real folk blues one. Aside from that, like, yeah, it's pretty like boilerplate, like very boring compositions, like nothing interesting happening mm. for very long periods of time with terrible yeah. vocals and terrible lyrics over it. Right. Um, and like, you know, I've trashed, I gave Chance the Rapper a negative five. Yeah. Wow. Where that was a, similarly the beats on that were like not terrible, but they were pretty basic boilerplate, like hip hop beats. Yeah. And the lyrics on that really were what dragged it to the edge for me. And the 20 plus extra minutes of time on the album's running time. Come That's on. true, yeah. At least 20 extra minutes. I, I mean, think maybe you gave 30. That a negative five. I mean, it was really bad. It's so bad. It was the really new bad. Album? Yeah. Um, Damn, it's so bad. Yeah, it's not good. It's not good. Um, so, like, and that's an album about a guy like wholesomely being in love with his wife I mean you know there was subtext about uh, you know the the desperation of their marriage but like it's not nothing compared to this which is an album about like wanting to kill and rape women yeah Um, so I don't know I feel like I gotta be a little harsh on this Uh, I'm gonna give it a negative four and a half baby bats Mm -hmm. yep Mm -hmm. All right. so there you have it Um, we are I guess we're good to go. I was going to say, Brittany, you want to promote uh, something? I want to promote I'll, your I'll, dog's I'll Instagram. I'll my dog's Instagram. <laughs> yeah. Follow my dog at Della the Dog Daily. That's Della with two L's on Instagram. She's adorable. And shout out to Meg for giving me her perspective. Yeah. Uh, go check out her bookstore on the North Shore. It's called Copper Dog Books in Beverly. Oh, nice. Very if close you to talk spooky, about spooky Manson Salem. And you want to talk about being a goth? 
she's your gal. That's <laughs> awesome. Yeah, shout out to Meg. Thanks for your... Shout out, Meg. Shout out, Della. <laughs> shout out to Della, friend of the pod. Um, all right, well, you can uh, catch us. Uh, we'll be back with another episode. Uh, I believe our next episode is Weez talking Weez to the discussing yes. Ratitude by Weezer. Hilarious. That's right. Yes, we had the, the guys from a great, great <laughs> podcast. Go check it out, Weez talking Weez to the, and we'll be back. That'll be our next episode. Um, and have a very spooky Halloween. Yeah. Blow out a candle to all your Frankensteins. <laughs> uh, you can find Make It Stop at www.makeitstoppodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, we're on Facebook and Instagram and Twitter at Make It Stopcast. Um, you can email us, makeitstoppodcast at gmail.com. Um, you should totally check out uh, Pantheon Podcasts and all of the other uh, podcasts in our network. Uh, and soon we'll be reading ads for dick pills, guys. They're just around the corner. Don't don't you worry. Um, Who cares about the rock halls? It's getting really interesting because they just released the nominees. Oh yeah, uh, Whitney Houston, one of the nominees. Oh yeah, did this you hear? Did you hear though? Finally, it finally happened. Our our boys, Dave Matthews Band, <laughs> nominated for the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Which Amazing. that'll be a future episode that we'll be doing with our uh, friend Colin. It's about time. So uh, yeah, so we'll see you next time, Stoppies. Bye. Bye. Make It Stop podcast is recorded at the Boston Free Radio podcast studio located at Somerville Media Center in Union Square in Somerville. It is produced and edited by Heather McCormick, and the music that we use for our show has been produced by Patrick Adrian. Thanks for listening. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points.